Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Do you know the details of this horrible story where this poor 11-year-old got shot in New Mexico? Uh, I don't, but uh, regardless, it's obviously a, a horror, but... That sort of thing happens now and then around the country, and when it happened in New Mexico, on the heel of a couple other shootings they had, the governor thought, well, I have to, well, I'll quote her, I have to take a tough, direct stand, or basically I'm just ignoring the fact that we lost an 11-year-old another child. So the direct stand is going to be to make it that you as a law-abiding citizen cannot carry your gun anymore in New Mexico over the next 30 days. Yeah, she declared a public health emergency. People are getting shot. That's bad for their health. And the story of the boy is tragic. You know, I, I in no way mean to diminish that tragedy, but kids get shot down in Chicago every week, practically every day. It's a horror show. Anyway, uh, so a couple of prominent shootings, including a road rage thing. Um, and she said, well, this is now a public health emergency. And essentially, as we all learned during COVID, if there's a public health emergency, I have all sorts of emergency powers, including the power to suspend laws that allow open and concealed carry firearms in Albuquerque for the next 30 days. And she even said, just like Joe Biden said about a couple of laws uh, Barack Obama said a couple about about a couple of laws. George Bush even said about one thing that he signed into law, knowing that they were going to be challenged by the courts and probably not constitutional. This governor of New Mexico even said, "I've warned everyone that we expect a direct challenge. Probably as you're writing this, we're getting a challenge, and that's the way it should work. But I have to take a tough stand, as I said." Charles C.W. Cook writes in the National Review about this, suspending a constitutional right. This is not how the law works in America. As far as I can see, there's nothing in any New Mexico statute that gives the governor the power to declare an emergency suspending the right to carry, and there's certainly nothing in the U.S. Constitution that does. If our elected officials were allowed to shelve our unalienable rights every time they believed that those rights were being abused by outlaws, then they wouldn't be unalienable rights. They'd be privileges. 
The governor of New Mexico knows this, which is why she said that not only has she warned everyone that we expect a direct challenge, but that the arrival of such a challenge is the way it should work. Those are the words of a person who knows she is breaking the law, but is resolved to do it anyway. Let's hear some of her uh, her reasoning, quote-unquote, in her own words. Michael, let's start with 60. We'll go from there. All the examples you cited are crimes. Kids shooting at other kids, shooting from cars. So what's the value of the civil order? Why not just do better law enforcement? Both. The value of the order is, is that I'm, it gives me three things. One, it says it's a statewide issue and it's a message to everyone to start leveraging your resources and arresting people. Two, the jurisdictions come at this, including with the DOJ restrictions, differently without the leveraging and the additional resources, arresting, and where do they go? We've got to make sure that everyone is bumping up their services. It's a message to the uh, Metropolitan Detention Center. It's a message to the HMOs. You better figure out treatment. We have been sort of stalled out to your point. This order basically says stop stalling out and to your point, just arrest everyone. Well, I also have to have the ability, I can't arrest everyone. There are literally too many people to arrest. So, uh, and there's more to this. I was struck by the lack of coherence. It's hard to follow what she's talking about. Right. So again, writing in the National Review, just as bad as Governor Grisham does not even believe that she's doing anything useful. From the official report, the governor says she doesn't expect criminals to follow the order, but she hopes it sends a resounding message to everyone else in the community to report gun crime. What? Wow. What does that even mean? This is absolutely nonsense, writes Charles Cook. The governor doesn't expect criminals to follow her illegal order, but she hopes that it will send a resounding message to the people who aren't criminals and that this in turn will create fewer risks on the street. What? That yeah, right boy, there that's is well said. And he goes on to say that the that right there is the practical problem with almost every gun control measure that's ever proposed in the United States. It's almost elegant in its futility as it uh, only ends up applying to law-abiding citizens who weren't going to shoot anybody anyway. Elegant in its what? Stupidity. That's a beautiful phrase. Boy is he a good writer. It's almost eloquent in its stupidity. Uh <laughs> exquisitely idiotic uh play a 62 michael you took an oath to the constitution isn't it unconstitutional to say you cannot exercise your your carry license with one exception and that is if there's an emergency and i've declared an emergency for a temporary amount of time i can invoke additional powers no constitutional right in my view including my oath is intended to be absolute. Ding, ding, ding. Governor of state declares, I can declare an emergency and suspend the Constitution. Holy crap. Yeah, that's a heck of a thing to say out loud. Go ahead, play 63 as well, Michael. There are restrictions on free speech. There are restrictions on my freedoms. In this emergency, this 11-year-old, And all these parents who have lost all these children, they deserve my attention to have the debate about whether or not in an emergency we can create a safer environment. Because what about their constitutional rights? I took an oath to uphold those two. It's amazing how it doesn't hold together at all. (laughs) 
I, I was just going to say, I think there are two really clear points to be taken away. Number one, the unbelievable, terrifying hubris of a uh, Michelle Grisham or whatever the hell her name is. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Michelle Grisham, uh, Gavin Newsom, uh, Kristen Whitmer of Michigan and all these people who declare that during a public health emergency, I can suspend constitutional rights. The fact that they can even get those words out of their mouths is shocking. And I would say we're at DEFCON two, if not one, as a constitutional system. Second point. Nothing in my mind about the Constitution is absolute, she said out loud in front of people. Wow. Wow. Again, the Bill of Rights is merely a set of suggestions, except when there's an emergency. Uh, But the other point that is, you know, less important, I suppose, was those last couple of things were such a great example of the progressive mind, how it's all about the emotion and and it doesn't hang together logically at all. She doesn't make any coherent points about causes and effects. She doesn't claim that there will be anything to come of this other than awareness or it being clear that she's concerned it's all about emotion so ted Liu, lefty politician who has a 100 percent liberal rating on gun stuff said, I support gun safety laws. However, this order from the governor of New Mexico violates the U.S. Constitution. No state in the union can suspend the federal constitution. There is no such thing as a state public emergency exception to the U.S. Constitution. Wow. Uh, Good for him for, you know, uh, being honest and saying that out loud. I mentioned earlier the lack of coverage on this on the Sunday talk shows was noticeable. Just none. It just wasn't a story. So while while in uh, the Twitterverse and social media and various places like that and Fox News, it was a huge story over the weekend that a governor decided to just okay, guns aren't a thing. Um, I've changed. I, I've changed the Constitution. It's a huge story on the right side of the aisle, on the left side of the aisle. Uh, in terms of the media, it just didn't cover it at all. Amazing. Well, yeah, and it's a bigger deal because of, you know, practically next door, Gavin Newsom held on to emergency powers in defiance of the state constitution in California for many months after there was, by the very definition of the constitution, no longer an emergency in California. So it is a trend, and I think it's absolutely worth talking about. I think one of the issues with the mainstream media, well, two issues. Number one, they don't want to admit that one of theirs said something so incredibly ludicrous, stupid, and dangerous. And secondly, if, like, the middle of the country is flyover states to the Manhattan-slash-Washington media elite, what's New Mexico? They have to check every time they talk about it, whether it's part of the United States or Mexico, because they can't remember. Right. Yeah, the amount of attention this got among libertarians and conservatives was so huge. And uh, any re- I saw it on your like ABC Evening News, NBC Evening News, that sort of stuff, where they mentioned it, then they'd say, critics say it is not within the governor's rights to make this ruling. And in other news, a young woman won the U.S. Open. Yeah, yeah, Republicans claim. Republicans pounce as governor. Yeah, it's it's just like, I mean... This can't be let go. It's like, you know, one of your children or or a student in a class threatening to murder the teacher. I'm going to come to your home and murder you tonight. Well, I don't think that'll actually happen. So now, if you'll uh, uh, turn your attention to the blackboard, no, you can't let that sort of thing be said. It's too dangerous. 
Anyway, uh, coming up, a couple of things. The human brain has shrunk over the last few thousand years, and the reasons why are uh, really interesting. And an hilarious, powerful prank played by one of our listeners uh, to illustrate a point to their colleagues in academia. It's just absolutely priceless. Four stars. If you're a dude, mostly, and of a certain age... And I am, mostly. Yes, go on. And of a certain age, mostly... Uh, you've been at various points in your life fascinated by the JFK assassination and who did it and how it happened and all that sort of stuff. I've been to Daly Plaza and walked around trying to figure it out myself. Um, <laughs> one of the Secret Service agents that was there, right there, I mean, he watched the president's head explode, um, uh, oh. came out with new information over the weekend. Brand new information over the weekend that could throw the whole, all the theories up in the air. If you haven't heard this, it's pretty interesting, among other things, on the way. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. This message comes from Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The back and forth between DeSantis and Trump in Iowa over the weekend was kind of funny. Got a couple of examples of that. We may have solved the JFK assassination. Probably ought to get to that. (laughs) Gavin Newsom said something on Meet the Press yesterday I found intriguing. I was pondering it for much of the day yesterday. So maybe we'll get to that. What the hell is going on? Yeah, he said some good stuff, but he's a lying liar. Can't wait to get to that. Uh, a couple of uh, interesting uh, stories about uh, brains and intelligence and that sort of thing. Uh, number one, scientists have been aware for some time that um, the human brain peaked in size three to 5,000 years ago, they think. The, the, uh, you know, the volume of our brains increased fourfold. Over the course of like two million years as humans evolved. Um, But then it peaked several thousand years ago. And they've never really been sure why. Uh, We've lost about 10% of of brain volume since like the old, old testament times. It's about the size of a lime, less brain in our heads. And they've been... There have been all sorts of theories about 
nutrition or agriculture or, or whatever. But now there's a pretty solid agreement among uh, biologists, anthropologists. It's that when you live in a group, as opposed to a hunter-gatherer society, the more you live as a group, the less you have to remember. And in effect, the less you have to know. You don't need to know how to build a shelter, start a fire, find the beasts, repair a wound, sew the clothes. You had you were a one person or a couple of person jack of all trades as a human being for many, many millions of years, or, or certainly a few million, hundreds of thousands. Whereas now we have so many uh, associations with other humans and now technology, we don't need that much brain volume anymore. Isn't that crazy? So are our brains going to continue to shrink down to uh, just a little, basically all that's left of our brain is let me Google that? When you no, have to I, figure. I, I don't know. How, why are you asking me? My brain's so damn small now. I, I can't think through something like that. I don't remember how to tie my shoe that I did yesterday, so I'll Google it because my, my brain is so small I can't <laughs> hang on to this information. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so anyway, there are more details to this. We'll post it at armstrongandgetty.com so you can read more if you like. But I just thought that was uh, that was crazy. Makes sense, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, but so kind of a similar-ish area of conversation. I was reading a, uh, a Max Tegmark book yesterday. He's the guy that writes about AI and a whole bunch of different things. But he had this book I was reading, uh, Our Mathematical Universe, and he points out that this guy, Aristosthenes, um, 2,200 years ago, very accurately figured out the circumference of the Earth, and he explains how he did it with uh, the sun and the angles and how far it was from his town to the next town and how the sun was however many degrees further, and so if you wow. extrapolate that. And he's just making the point that, you know, that brain power existed 2,200 years ago. And and more. The guy was probably smarter than anybody, uh, you know, well, he had a bigger brain anyway. But uh, just always the, the idea that, you know. Than anybody s- modern. I, I, Joe Biden, like, failed to make that sentence clear. That, uh, you know, thousands of years ago, people had or were perfectly smart and, and had just to the same wonders about life. Why am I here? What's that in the sky? What's the point of all this? Why do I have to get up and go to work? Oh, my God. My kid died. Why did that happen? You know, that sort of thing. The same way as we do now. I'm afraid we're not going to be able to get to this absolutely wonderful and hilarious prank a listener played. Uh, but we uh, we will, I promise, in the next half hour or so. Uh, but I've uh, it's always been helpful to me as I think about intelligence and, and wisdom and experience and that sort of thing to think about, you know, the intelligence, your raw you know, computing ability to be like the the chip in a computer. How fast is it? How efficient is it? Uh, whereas experience is a lot like, m- more like memory or your hard drive. You have more and more facts and experiences to call on. So even if your computer chip isn't as fast anymore or isn't as great as somebody else's, you can still arrive at really, really good places. Um, that guy, Aristosthenes or whatever his name is, um, he obviously had a, a mind-blowingly effective processor, but because you know science and human knowledge was not nearly as far along, he couldn't quite get to the same places. By the way, that is what almost two thousand years before Columbus. For that whole Columbus proved the world was round. All right, um, go ahead, enjoy your Columbus Day. Um, uh, DeSantis 
pranked Trump, or at least his people did, in Iowa over the weekend. Kind of entertaining. We uh, we know a lot more about the whole JFK assassination, which I find interesting from a Secret Service agent that finally tells his story. Why is he finally telling his story 60 years, 60 years later? That's weird. And you can't believe how out of touch some education administrators are. The world of education is just completely decayed. It's rotten from within. Uh, more on that theme. It has to do with our, our listeners' fabulous and ingenious prank. So if you miss an hour of the show, you can get it in podcast form. Subscribe to Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. This message comes from Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com. While President Biden is overseas, unrest is growing at home over the administration's reported plans to force migrant families who enter the country illegally to remain in Texas while they await asylum processing. It's almost as if Biden is punishing Texans for us trying to uphold the law and keep our communities safe. Texas Governor Greg Abbott says this scam was tried years ago and was shot down by a judge. We will send Biden the same swift justice, and we will add even more buses of migrants to Washington, D.C. The plans come as blue city Democrats blast Biden over migrant traffic. This issue will destroy New York City. It is almost difficult to summon up a, an adequate description of how exquisitely stupid this is. The federal government, having allowed illegal immigrants to come into the country, are now going to somehow summon up the power to force them to remain in one of the states, specifically Texas, because all of the blue city governors are getting so pissed off. This may be the dumbest policy idea I've ever heard. Yeah, so Trump, who got beat up pretty good by the left for a remain in Texas Mexico. pledge. Remain in Mexico pledge is now yeah. uh, Biden's got to remain in Texas pledge. So that's interesting. Good on the New York Times, by the way, for being honest about this over the weekend. It was pretty surprising. Is Texas busing responsible for the migrant crisis across the cities? Governor Greg Abbott of Texas has run a high-profile campaign to send migrants to L.A., New York, and other cities, but they are a f- small fraction of the number of new migrants boarding buses. Good right. for the New York Times to point that out, because that is not the way it is portrayed most of the time. 
Well, and Eric um, Adams claimed that this all started with that madman from right, Texas. Right. Of the roughly 11 million undocumented immigrants now living in all 50 states, according to demogra- demographers' estimates, most began their new lives with a trip from a border city or airport, usually paid for by a relative, an aid group, or their own savings, not the Texas governor. And I like that they wrote this. Um, intent on highlighting the large number of people crossing the border in recent years, which he blames on the Biden administration's immigration policies. Mr. Abbott devised a plan to approach migrants after they had been processed by the border authorities and offer them free rides on chartered buses. That's the word of the New York Times. So not hoodwinking them, forcing them, tricking them. Using human will. beings as a political tool. Right. That continues to be an hilarious story. You're going to bring down the property values here at Martha's Vineyard. (laughs) So while the presidential election is 470 days away or something like that, the voting for who is going to be the nominee of the Republican Party is only about three and a half months away, begins. And uh, Trump is 40 points ahead, 50 points ahead nationally. He is 30 points ahead in Iowa. 30 points ahead. The, he and Ron DeSantis, who is his next closest challenger, both in Iowa over the weekend, as a lot of other candidates were. A DeSantis campaign official tempering expectations in Iowa told Political over the weekend a strong second place showing would be acceptable. No, it wouldn't. You finish. This is, they're putting all their eggs in the basket of Iowa. He's visiting every county. They've got the biggest uh, operational setup there and everything like that. I mean, they're not going to say it out loud, but they're put there. It's all in Iowa. If he finishes second place, it's over. I mean, it's just it's absolutely. Well, that's, over. I, I disagree completely. Jack in the bag for Trump, as so many have pointed out via nasty emails and text. Uh, it's DeSantis is like a similar leader who he reminds me of. George Washington, he's simply falling back to attack another day. He's being realistic. He's keeping his army in the field. Washingtonian. <laughs> right. Anyway, so in the week, over the weekend, they were both at the football game. You talked about that earlier. The Never Back Down Super PAC, which backs DeSantis, put out an ad blasting Trump for um, having a beauty pageant in which a transgender woman was allowed to compete doing the the woke thing and additionally they had a plane that flew over the stadium for the iowa iowa state football game with a banner reading where's melania trolling trump over his wife's absence from the campaign trail seriously you're gonna rent a plane and trail a banner to try to beat trump and that's what you go with wow wow would you what would you go with i don't i don't want to unnecessarily provoke trump fans but it wouldn't be that (laughs) <laughs> and uh, by the way, I saw a little video clip of Trump flipping burgers at a parking lot tailgater thing before the football game. He is so good at that sort of thing. I know it's silly that that is a skill you need to become president of the United States, but Reagan, Clinton, Obama, Bush, those people all were really, really good at that sort of stuff. Trump is really good at that sort of thing, which is odd as a guy who's been rich his entire life. And probably doesn't particularly like common people. I don't know. But uh, he's really good at like just walking into a, a, a tailgate party and flipping burgers and having everybody with their heads thrown back in laughter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, who do you think killed John F. Kennedy? you asking me. I'm asking you. Uh, the guy that got busted for it. 
the guy that got shot? Yeah, Lee Harvey Oswald. Acted alone. Uh, I don't. I don't. I've never found any of the uh, other arguments terribly compelling. Although my level of certainty is not rock solid. So this guy, Paul Landis, if you've ever seen the Zapruder film, you've seen it. You've seen him because he's right there on uh, on the car with the more famous Secret Service agent who uh, was featured in the movie, several movies, and does lots of interviews and stuff like that. Um, they were both right there when the uh, president was shot. I, I hadn't heard this before, or maybe I had heard and I'd forgotten. But uh, Landis said the other Secret Service agent, and I should have his name in front of me, but I don't, uh, said it's over. And they looked, and yeah, because his head, a big chunk of his head blew off. So it was at that point, it wasn't a let's stop the president from being assassinated. I mean, like within seconds, it wasn't that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, it was pretty obvious what had happened. But anyway, for whatever reason, this guy, Paul Landis, who was there on the car, had not done hardly any interviews or, or anything over all these different years. And now, at the age of about 88, because now let's uh, not to be conspiratorial about a conspiracy, I get a little suspicious when this is happening September of 2023, coming up on the 60-year anniversary in November of 2023, and he's part of a new book that's coming out. Oh, yeah, okay. But he says that at age 88, he, um, well, so he was traumatized by the whole event. But while some of the Secret Service agents stayed on and did Secret Service, and some of them went on to be part of uh, movies, investigations, and TV shows, and books, and everything like that. He was horrified by it. He had nightmares for many, many, many years over it. He left the service right away. This was a school teacher for a while. He was a janitor for a while. He didn't watch all the movies, read all the books, the documentaries about it. He just he wanted nothing to do with it. But he mm-hmm. came aware that people talk about the whole magic bullet theory, which is what the Warren Commission, which was the big uh, government investigation into the thing, determined is that a, they called it a magic bullet because it did a lot of a lot of things. It uh, passed through John F. Kennedy, then hit Governor Connolly of Texas, and like did three different directional changes in him, and then and then came out. Well, this uh, Paul Landis guy says he found another bullet. So so Kennedy shot. Everything goes into chaos. They're screaming toward the hospital. Jackie's holding her dead, bloody husband, and uh, and the Secret Service agents are there. and And the car pulls in, and she has to he has to pry uh, Jackie Kennedy off of her husband, um, who's not who's already dead. and uh, And he sees a bullet laying there, and thinks, oh, you know, this is going to be necessary. Puts it in his pocket. And then there's a lot of hubbub and everything like that, getting Kennedy into the hospital and all this sort of stuff. And at some point, he remembers he's got the bullet in his pocket, and he lays it on the gurney the president is laying on. And then never right. thinks about he, it again. He said sure. he picked it up from the street. But anyway, um, yeah, I thought he said it was tucked in the seat. Yeah, that could be, too. One of the most interesting points I thought he made was that nobody secured the scene. The entire Secret Service went with the president to protect him and the governor and the first lady, blah, blah, blah. Unless I'm reading, well, it doesn't make any difference. No, I could get up early. Yeah. But um, uh, so he picks up the bullet and then remembers and puts it on the gurney and then doesn't really think about it again for some reason. And uh, and so 
if that's true and that's a different bullet and it disappeared somehow, well, then there was possibly another shooter. Alex Baldwin. <laughs> what, Michael? And, wow, Michael, inappropriate. Um, and and it somehow ended up on a different gurney. I thought he said, but anyway, right. I don't right. know. Yeah. I don't know. So so for people who are into that story, but but what what do you what do you think just in general of a guy who's eighty eight years old all of a sudden coming forward sixty years later with some new information? About one of the maybe the biggest who done it in world history, even if he's one hundred percent sincere, uh, as we all know, and this is disturbing, memories evolve through the years, and his is going on sixty years old. Who knows how much fidelity there is between his memory and the actual event of the day? If the Soviets killed Kennedy, wouldn't they have wanted us to know that they did it? Would they have wanted to keep it a secret? Maybe. Yeah, you want to keep him, get him out of the way without provoking uh, a response. Sure. Or, you know, the CIA was involved in a lot of dirty stuff. He had the, the, the Cuban stuff. It, it, it was a Jimmy turbulent Hoffa, time. Teamsters. <clears throat> exactly. Hmm. John yeah, Wayne, Pony Soldier. That reminds me, I've got the transcript of the incoherent president of the united states it's worth reading uh, coming up well i would say this if you've got any news about your family or company or anything like that that would just change everything how about you come forward now and not wait until you're dang near 90 years old before you tell anybody yeah yeah just as a rule of thumb so AI is changing a lot of things, obviously. It is rendering a lot of traditions of academia utterly useless. Uh, a listener illustrated that in brilliant fashion the other day. I want to tell you about that. Yeah, and um, Elon Musk had his 11th kid over the weekend, but that's not the biggest thing. There's more on the story of him shutting down the his own Internet service, his own satellite Internet service, and stopping a major attack by the Ukrainians on the Russians and what that might mean for the world. As individual tech giants can start to pull all kinds of strings that were impossible not very long ago. Lots to talk about. I hope you can stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. This message comes from Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. 
Discover more at Viking.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. They're talking about seniors. What you would do as president as being a risk. They're honing in on you. They feel the need to attack because they're scared. That whole answer is long and crazy. That's Kamala Harris. She was interviewed yesterday on uh, Face the Nation. She, that yeah. answer, her whole answer is like a minute long, and it's just a rambling nonsense. <laughs> yeah, we we have that for you next hour. Can't wait to get to it. If you can't stick around, grab the podcast. Armstrong and Getty on demand or subscribe. But um, her drugged interview with Margaret Brennan on Face the Nation. She sounds like she's taken one too many Ambien. Anyway, um, <laughs> we'll we'll have that for you coming up. Also, or a recap. mule kicks. <laughs> and a recap of the president's incredibly unfortunate performance on the international stage in a moment. Uh, first this, though, uh, we'll say uh, Al Anonymous wrote this. Um, he, he mentions that we mentioned on Friday's show the UCLA professor um, who says, look, people are having AI generate their DEI statement. So not only is this unconstitutional taking an oath of fealty to a particular uh, ideology to get a job in a university, which is disgusting, but people aren't writing them themselves anyway. And he says, a couple of days ago, the admissions committee for our physician's assistant program met and we're considering changes to how we score applicants. Each applicant must write a personal statement about what qualifies them for admission to PA school. I try to make the case that personal statements should carry very little weight. And people began to argue about this. So I said, uh, uh, I said, all right, uh, take this statement. Uh, here you go. My dear admissions committee, as I stand on the precipice of embarking on a journey towards becoming a physician's assistant, I'm reminded of the profound words of Mahatma Gandhi, quote, you must be the change you wish to see in the world. It is with this unwavering commitment to positive change and service to humanity that I humbly present my case for admission to your esteemed PA school. And it goes on in that style. Um, I read the statement uh, to the unknowing committee. Two professors thought it was perfect. Quote, see, it's statements like that that will get you admitted and should, stated one of the professors. He then disclosed, our, our friend Al, disclosed that ChatGPT wrote the statement a few seconds before in the style of Mahatma Gandhi. Hilarious. <laughs> I then decided to have some fun asking ChatGPT to write similar statements in the style of Donald Trump. George Carlin, Homer Simpson, and Eric Carmen or what, Carmen from uh, the South Park. Cartman? The results are attached. Cartman, yeah, he says Carmen. Uh, I also asked uh, ChatGPT to write the statement in the speaking style of Kamala Harris. Interestingly, the statement was beautifully written. Sans any repetitive rambling prose. Uh, tried several times to get it to somehow reflect her speaking style. You can't do it. It's like with ChatGPT, you can say, uh, write me a joke about men, and it will make fun of men as buffoons. Write me a joke about women, and it will say, it is uh, unfair and, and, and unacceptable to make jokes about disadvantaged groups, blah, blah, blah. So, utterly biased. But I, I did particularly enjoy the, uh, the one statement in the style of Donald Trump. Let me tell you something, okay? When it comes to getting into PA school, I got to say, nobody does it better than me. I mean, really, I've got the best qualifications, the best experience, and the best attitude. It's tremendous. Believe me. First of all, my grades, unbelievable. I mean, I've always been a winner, folks. I don't settle for anything less than the best, et cetera, et cetera. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. So, well done. I'm 
whether the uh, the folks there on the committee said, wow, you make an excellent point, um, or resented him for appending their beloved processes he does not mention. So um, I feel like we're at a tipping point with the number of kids Elon Musk has. So he's got, <laughs> he announced his 11th over the weekend. Things are getting Jack weird. Things are getting weird fast. Elon Musk fertility desk. But that's getting that's on the that's on the very high end of acceptable. Oh yeah, particularly when you work in the number of baby mamas. I mean, he's like one of those sperm donors. But at what point does it become like okay, this is insane? We're getting close, isn't it? Isn't it getting close to like, are you kidding me? Well, for instance, 2015 might be, you know, that's definitely into the red zone. Okay, I was going to go with an obviously nuts number. 20 would be nuts. It'd be like, you have 20 kids. I mean, what the hell is wrong with you? You're mentally ill. I I would agree. Yeah, there's something wrong with you. But so we're headed into that direction now at 11, aren't we? And he's only 50 or 51. He's he's young enough, and he, he, you know, he, he rolls around with very young women, so they're young enough to have babies. Yeah, well, correct me if I'm wrong, and and this may be slightly distasteful to some, well, taste. Uh, He gets really attractive young women to have a relationship with them, probably to have lots of sex with them, companionship, fun, whatever. They say, I want a baby, and I want to be set for life. And he says, that's fine. I have more than enough money. So they get a baby and enormous wealth for the rest of their days. And no father. Correct. Oh, yeah. I'm not I'm not saying, therefore, it's a great deal and everybody's happy. I'm just saying it absolutely. I mean, what are these did, at this point? How many baby mamas does he have? Do we even know? The uh, this is a one. third one with Grimes. So it was another right. one. Uh, yeah. You know, it's possible those two just have a weird postmodern open relationship thing where they're both happy with it. But uh, the next gal that comes along, is she thinking, oh, my God, I'm in love. Elon and I are going to be together for the rest of our lives. Right, exactly. We're starting a family together. This is wonderful. Come on. I feel like he's into near crazy Howard Hughes, richest man on earth territory at 11. 15, I think you're right. I think 15, you're definitely into, all right, what is the deal with you, man? <laughs> oh, my God. he! I could see him hitting 20. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's young enough, certainly. If you didn't hear Kamala Harris's interview, and you shouldn't have, uh, yesterday on Face the Nation, we got a little bit of that for you, among other things. Oh, and Gavin Newsom as well, the lion liar. On Meet the Press, yeah. He said something fascinating. Armstrong and Getty. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between, like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yup, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly. How much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.